the Cult Worthy Podcast. Join me, Antonio Palacios, each week as I guide you through a never-ending sea of obscure cinema and cult-worthy gems that deserve a rediscovery. Find me on all listening platforms and at thecultworthy.com. The Cult Worthy Podcast. Join us. Attention. The Milf and Me Podcast contains strong language and open conversations about sexuality, a multitude of lifestyles, and occasional criticism of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Your hosts, Antonio and Diana, are not certified relationship therapists. We are cynical assholes with microphones, pretty much like every other podcast. And so with that out of the way, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the MILF and Me podcast. I'm your host, Antonio. Beside me is my lovely co-host, Diana. Diana, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am great. How fun was last week? It was awesome. Loved it. Love Guru Roulette. We had my person on. It was so much fun. She did a great job, right? She's amazing. I love her. I love her too. And what a great way to kind of take a break from all the heavy stuff that we talk about every week. Yeah. Just have some fun, talk some shit on some love gurus. Seriously, these people are fucking crazy. My Instagram saved page is just loaded with hundreds of these videos. (laughs) Yeah. And I really didn't pick like five bad ones on purpose. I literally just put my finger on five different Did you squares. really? It was just super random. And I was like, oh my God, is that what's out there in the world? It There's is. so much of this toxic advice yeah. and toxic guru nonsense that I could randomly pick five videos and they all have that similar, yeah. just aggressive, toxic dynamic. And I'm right. And I have all the answers and I know this and I know that. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I mean, even on here, I make sure to remind everybody and myself that I'm not a professional. I don't, no, I don't know shit about shit. I'm just giving you my experience in life and maybe hopefully it helps someone or it doesn't, whatever, but I'm never going to sit down here and be like, this is the way to do it. And honestly, like, how are they not canceled? How does a person actually right. get canceled on social media? They joke around about that before this, this might get me canceled. <laughs> because they're provocateurs, they get a lot more views because people are like, I can't believe what this person said. And then they share it and then someone else watches right. it. Right. Like, can you believe this Ugh. dumbass? Look at this. I mean, that's what we're doing. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel like we're trying to be like the guiding light and they're the dark side and they're winning. So maybe we need to change up our dynamic a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe I need to grow a shitty little chin beard and wear a gold chain and start yeah. projecting a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. No, you're not. <laughs> Uh, these high value men and high value women. Like what is high value, Diana? Yeah. What, what's your value? What's your blue book? What's my blue book? Like do you have a resale value? Oh gosh. How bald are your tires? <laughs> well, I'm one of those, I'm one of those classics. I've uh, been restored. You've been restored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They me- found you in the junkyard and they took you home. Yep. Brand new tires every year. <laughs> Oil, I get my oil changed regularly. <laughs> that sounds really bad. But... <laughs> Actually, it doesn't. Actually, it's not wrong. No, it's an interesting, it's interesting conversation to have on what's your value. Right. Um, I really base it on years, honestly, oh. like um, years of experience. How old are you? What have you been through? What's your story? Um, I've got quite the story. 
I probably should be writing a book. I know I've said that before. Um, but if it's someone that's young, doesn't have a lot of experiences, maybe has never been in a relationship before or never had kids, never been married. I mean, I'm sure they are very high value as a person, as their own person. But as right. far as like having conversations like this with people or um, going to someone like that for advice, like I would never go to someone like that for advice. I think I'm like that 1990 Toyota Corolla that's still on the road. That's had a dozen owners <laughs> and never had a new engine or anything. Yeah. <laughs> never had a new stereo, but it just keeps on going, keeps on driving. And they're going to give it to like yeah. the next person in the exact same condition. And it's going to go another 20 years. You know? Yeah, I can see that. I feel that's me, which, okay, here's a question. High value versus longevity. Oh, you know, it, mm. necessarily high value doesn't mean it's sustainable. Yeah. But something that is maybe more reliable, like a workhorse or a plow horse that's going to do the job until the day it falls over. Mm. I, I know what I would choose, but what is the society these days choosing, you know? Yeah, it's kind of hard to find these days, I would say. Everybody's really um, impatient. And they want, they want it now. They want it now. And they want it fast and they want it big. They want, and, don't want to work for it. Yeah. And that's where this whole concept of high value comes in. Like, I really hadn't heard this term until we started the podcast. And mm -hmm. as I kind of dug into it, there are just YouTube videos after YouTube videos and Instagrams and TikToks and all these gurus that are going in deep mm -hmm. to this high value man and woman lane. And here's the thing. I feel that you need to get attached to someone quick because this is just going to get more prominent yeah. in the dating pool. I think people are going to start fooling themselves and thinking that they're high value and they only deserve high value. And that people who are looking for that 1990 Toyota Corolla are just not going to be there anymore. Things are changing so quickly. I mean, look... My parents were married for 52 years before my mom passed away. My parents were married for over 40, almost 50. So yeah, 100%. You don't hear that. You don't hear that anymore. I mean, that's the thing. I want to say it was like a decade ago when they said that divorce rates went from 50% to 60%. Mm -hmm. And that that 60% of divorces are all people under the age of 30. So yeah. the young ones who are getting married are the ones that are getting divorced en masse. Mm -hmm. And now just people aren't getting married as much anymore. Yeah. I know it's because, I mean, not because, but in my thought, I would say people are afraid to be married because they see what their friends went through during their divorce right? or maybe their parents got divorced or whatever the case is. They think that that same thing's going to happen to them. Like maybe the woman screwed over the dude or the dude screwed over the woman. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, fuck, I'm not doing that. I'm not going through that. Like, I don't need a piece of paper. I don't need to be married to someone to have someone ruin my life. So would it safe to say that? society has just become more vulnerable because of, of trauma, of breakups, relationships, nasty divorces. Yep. And it opens up this vulnerability to these people to listen to stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe I had the wrong partner because I wasn't high value enough. Or maybe I was always high value and I did not choose a high value partner. Sure. So let's talk about what high value even means in the parlance of today. So the concept of high value, it's been thrown around for the last few years. A high value man is the epitome of masculinity, leadership, charm, and sophistication. He is a man of means and influence, loved by women, revered by men, 
and moves gallantly through the challenges of life with courage and pride. Honestly, how many men do you know that fit just that first description of a high value man? A lot. Interesting. I don't. Yeah, I know a lot, actually, of men that um, there's some things missing from this. Um, Sweet, romantic, Mm. kind, loving, empathetic, compassionate. These are huge. Everything that's on here is basically a CEO. Right. But we (laughs) live in a capitalistic society where that is the meter of success, if you were all those things. Right. So let's talk about the other things that make a high-value man. He's also one who is making significant progress in every part of his life. Instead of being lost at sea, he is the guy who is captaining the whole damn ship and conquering new land wherever he goes. So he is always moving forward, never moving backward, taking lead, taking the reins, Mm -hmm. taking control of, let's say, his work, his life, his partner, his kids. Mm -hmm. Does that sound high value to you or does that sound egotistical? Egotistical for sure. Um, I'm look. I'm thinking. Well, is he kind? Yes, exactly. Is he nice? Or you are is he bringing an up. You're bringing up everything that I ask yeah. when I'm reading these descriptions yeah. of a high value. He sounds man. great. This these guys they sound they sound fantastic. But are they kind? How do they treat their server when they go out to eat? Or how are they at the grocery store when there's a lot of people or someone's taking forever in the line? Like how are they in general? According to this, it says that physically he is well. Mentally he is well. Financially he is well spiritually, if he should be a believer, he is well. I mean, that's that's asking a lot. Mm-hmm. That is asking a lot of a man in this day and age. Yeah, Women, especially, I've made a lot of fun of millennials and Gen Z over the years because I remember what being a late millennial, early Gen Xer was like, you know? Yeah. We did not have the helicopter parents that these kids have. Right. We grew up thinking that we were dog shit. We grew up thinking that we weren't good enough for people. Mm-hmm. And now there's these generations, not everyone in the generation, but a lot of them think that they are owed so much. They deserve so much. Yeah. And so they look at this list of a high value man, and we'll get to women in a second, but they think that this is the end all be all of what they deserve. Yeah. I see that. If you put this all into one category, it represents one percent of men in america sure so what are we teaching our 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 youth are we teaching them that they should just settle for whatever this one percent is or should they lower their fucking expectations lower their own idea of what their fucking self-value is because what they might think is not what the world or society or people that they're trying to connect with think maybe a little bit of both um but i don't i don't know that's hard because I'm a mom. I have three kids that right, are right. landing into this um, this Gen Z. Yeah, that Gen would, Z. Yeah. That's pretty much what they are. Yeah. I don't ever want them to lower their expectations. Right. You know, um, I want them to always make sure they know, like, this is what you deserve. This is what you need to do to make sure you get what you, like, nothing's going to be handed to you, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think some of these kids or whatever, are, they're forgetting that. Like, they feel like maybe everything should just be handed to them. Um, the 1% though that you're talking about with this, they really, these are business owners. These are presidents, CEOs, COOs. These are, all these things sound amazing on paper. Are they fathers? Mm-hmm. Do they have children of their own? How are they when they don't have their title? Because everything that's here on the high value quote, um, these are very high profile type people. In my mind, that's how I see it. But 
for me, high value for me is somebody that has kindness, love, compassion, peace, no drama in their life. With that core stuff, they have this. Right. They're successful. They're driven. They're, um, what is it, financially well, spiritually well, mentally well, physically well, all these things. Um, But the core value, you really have to have that before you're considered a high-value person in my mind. In my mind, too. The problem is that the youth don't really think that way. Yeah. So, And since you are single and, you know, we're talking about just like the bullshit of dating, do you know what a Ouroboros is? Uh-uh. So it's an ancient symbol of the snake eating its own tail. Oh. It's, it's the representation of that things are cyclical, right? Okay. The start and the cause of something ends up being the start and cause of it again. It doesn't have an ending uh, pattern. There's no resolution. I see. So where this gets into my mind is, because this is 1% of men, and we hear from all these you know TikToks and love gurus and stuff like that how... Men are dogs because they'll sleep with anything that moves and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's where the Ouroboros kind of comes into play. All these women, I'm not going to say all because that's a blanket statement. You know how much I hate them. But these women that you hear complaining, right? Yes. These women that you hear complaining about it, about it's so hard to find a good man. And when you do, they're dogs. Well, here's the reason why. This 1% of men are the men that are getting and sleeping with all the women who are chasing them. Yes. So why would they settle down and just pick one? It's always going to happen. It's going to be a cyclical thing. In the meantime, men who are not considered high value by these standards, but are good men, and they're trying just to be good enough for somebody to love them and want them, Mm -hmm. they are getting shut out. So I'm not going on a men's matter rant here. I am just saying that the second we start putting these kind of high value watermarks on our men and our women, it should not fucking surprise us that in 10, 15 years, people aren't getting married or having babies or you see suicide rates go up because it's a dog chasing its own tail. I agree. So let's talk about women Mm -hmm. because that's men. And really, that is something out of a fucking Charles Dickens novel, right? Like this is this is the patriarchy that we're talking about. It really is. And as much as people like to talk shit about it, that is what they're looking for if they are looking for all those things. Yeah. People in control, people with money, self-confidence who aren't afraid to shit on people lower than them. There's your high value right there. And you can see that pretty soon after meeting somebody. I mean, those are, those are quick. um, I don't want to say physical, maybe, I don't know physical attributes, if you will, or yeah, it's well, like you a guy can... shows up in a Lamborghini with a nice yeah. watch and a nice haircut and he's been to the gym. Right. He projects high value and a lot of people are going to be attracted to that. Right. And that comes quick. You can see it quick. Mm-hmm. You can know you notice it and you're drawn to that. Some women are drawn to that. But when it really comes down to it and you get to know them and you're spending time with them and you see that they're an asshole to the server. Yes. <laughs> oh, food you know? service. Oh, that's Food it. service is the biggest thing. If it's you are true. shitty to a service worker, yep. go fuck yourself. Absolutely. I will believe. I, yeah, I'm the same way. I, I believe the same thing. Um, but once you get to know these people that carry this high value, high profile title or whatever it is, um, it's actually really sad because they feel like that is what is important. That that is what people want and what they're looking for and that women are attracted to that. Women need it. Women want it. There are definitely a very large sum of women that are very much 100% attracted to that and need it and want it. And are mm-hmm. that's great. I'm, an, I'm a minority that loves that, but I need more 
as well. I need that person to have all those things that I've listed off a hundred times. Love, like loving, kindness, compassion, empathy, um, understanding somebody that's been through some shit. Right. Not had everything handed to them. Um, not always been successful. Someone that's actually fallen down and gotten up and like done that a few more times, you know. And it shows in their character when you meet them. Yeah. Like they could have all those things. They could have all the flashy shit and they've earned it. Great. Yep. The trials that they've gone through in their life yeah. reflects in their personality and then they, how they do treat people. Yes. It's funny because there is this one guy, I forget his name. I would love to give him credit. He does these TikToks of rich versus ultra rich. So he'll he'll like wear two different costumes and he'll be the rich guy. Like what a rich guy acts like at a restaurant. What a rich guy acts like in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And he's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. But then there's the ultra rich guy. Yeah. Who is compassionate and caring and understands. He doesn't oh, give a shit what he's wearing. It's, it's no big deal. And he's wearing fucking <laughs> yeah. sandals, shorts, and a t-shirt yep. because he's not trying to project an image of high value. His character yeah is what's high value. Yes. You know, and I think that's where stuff like this gets taken out of context in a lot of the love gurus that we see. Yeah. Let's talk about high value women because here's the thing that I found interesting is according to, and this is a multitude of websites where I pull this information, it's Mm -hmm. almost identical on all these lists. Okay. The definition of a high value woman is different than a high value man. Mm. So a high value woman understands her worth and exudes an energy that goes beyond the physical. That energy attracts other people like moths to a flame, but she is careful about who she allows into her life. That's number one. Yeah. I would consider you to be a high value woman in the sense of what that first part of the description is. It fits you to a T. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. A high value woman is not just highly sought after by men, so... It's not just the hoe energy. Right. But as someone who knows her inherent value and can hold her own, regardless of what people do or say to her. Yeah. That said, she doesn't just let any man into her world and doesn't define herself by her relationships with men or women Mm -hmm. if she swings that way. Mm -hmm. Just that description alone, it's completely different than what the high value man is. Because the high value man's description are things that are meant to attract And a high-value woman's description are things that are meant to deflect someone who is not up to her value standards. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And these core values and the traits of a high-value woman, those are healthy traits in how to keep a relationship healthy and lasting. How about you read off some of those? Um, So the traits of a high-value woman. Yeah. uh, She knows her worth, loves and respects herself. She's kind and compassionate, committed to learning and growing. She is self-aware and empathetic, grounded in maturity, not afraid to speak her mind, and she's passionate. Her class takes care of herself and embraces her vulnerability. So here's a funny thing. Before you read that segment, when we were talking about a high-value man, (laughs) everything you just read are the things that you said you want to see in that high-value man. Isn't that funny? (laughs) But it's in the description of a high-value woman. Yeah. That's what blew my mind when I was putting these lists together. It blows my mind, too, because I didn't read ahead. So that's pretty pretty amazing when you really think about it. Um, Yeah, these traits of a high-value woman, I mean, women are very... Uh, strong, beautiful creatures. We know what is healthy. Some of us know what is healthy. Some of us don't. But as far as these values go, these are core values. 
these are, this is just the foundation. When you build a home, you pour footings, you have a foundation before you start building a house. That is what these values are. These are the core. And you really do, you really do want a partner with these values. I mean, that's, that's what we all want. We don't, the fancy flashy shit goes away. You can lose all of it. You can lose that car. You can lose that job. You can lose you can get sick and lose that perfect body that you've been working for your whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, those things go away, but these traits, these core values, those are those are usually ones that stay. I mean, those stick. That's just who you are. You know, so we talked about this in another episode back before the internet, back before social media. If you wanted to, let's say, find an alternative means of improving your relationship or your dating habits or your success in romance without going to a therapist or a couples therapist, there were books. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are thousands of books and you're not going to read thousands of books. But with this high value dating TikTok and Instagram and social media that's out there, you get all this information in like 15, 20 seconds, sound bites and drops. Yeah. You get a lot of this stuff quickly and you don't get the opportunity to read between the lines of what it actually means or what it actually takes. It's kind of like we talked about in the last episode with the Guru Roulette where mm-hmm. Everyone's looking for a quick fix. Yeah. They'll read the headline, lose 10 pounds in 10 days. Yeah. Bag a high value man in two weeks. But are they doing the groundwork and the due diligence to really understand what that means for you to be a person that a high value man or woman would want? Right. I, I think that's the part that's missing. It's that weird thing where Generation Z and these younger millennials want it now, want it fast. They see what high value means and they know that they want it. And everything is so accessible these days. I mean, parents are buying their kids iPhones. You know, I would have had to have bought my own when I was a kid. Right. So they just want these things handed to them. Again, not all of them. I don't like making blanket statements, but we wouldn't see millions of followers and millions of views and millions of shares on these people if there wasn't a hint of truth that this is a very popular idea. Yep, totally. I agree with that. High value dating. And there are lots of contradictions to it. And there are a lot of things that therapists and sociologists have pointed out saying that the expectations are too high. And when you start breaking it down by the math, like I did at the beginning, 1% of men, the percent of women is higher because let's face it, women have always been forced to course correct what they are to whatever the man's doing throughout our life, right? Whether it's get skinny, like in the 80s, or whether or not we want a badunk like it is now. yeah. We see women adapt to whatever it is men want through marketing, through social media, through movies, through TV. It's not fair, but it's true. Yeah, you're right. As soon as they start fighting against that and they want to be their own thing and they want to start, you know, being the feminists that I support. Now you get these men saying that feminism is destroying men, that men are now oppressed because women aren't doing what they used to be doing in traditional (laughs) marriage, blah, blah, blah. Right. There is some validity to why marriages aren't happening and why a lot of marriages are failing. Yeah. Last time I checked, a marriage was a fucking partnership and both sides are accountable. Right. Well, they're equal. They're supposed to be equal parts. They're supposed to be equal parts. Right. So you'll see a lot of these high value guys just stop a woman on the street and be like, okay, so if you and your husband are supposed to be 50-50, is your money your money? And is his money his money? Or are you walking into this marriage thinking that his money is our money, but my money is my money? Yeah, no, that's not right either. But they'll say, well, my money's my money. But aren't marriages supposed to be 50-50? Well, yeah, yeah, unless it comes to that. 
Yeah. So here's the thing. It's all planned. They're talking to the type of woman that they would expect to have that answer. Yeah. So then when you get someone who doesn't know their place in life or doesn't know what their value is and they see videos like that, like we talked about in the last episode with that red pill mentality, mm -hmm. it does make men think that women need to get in fucking line and that men need to be more high value and that we're being oppressed. It's such a dark, deep rabbit hole that stuff like this, I think, maybe intentionally creates. But I, I think my biggest problem is, is that it's made for views and the people who are watching them are not mature enough to understand what that actually means in a real relationship or in a, a real life with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, there were a few things that you said there that... I mean, it's a red flag for me. It's an in, that's a very insecure man mm -hmm. <laughs> that you are describing. Like, for me, I need to be one hundred percent by myself, right? Right. And I want to come together with a man that's one hundred percent him, like good with himself and his life and his core values and everything else. When we come together, we're now two hundred percent. I love that. Right. I love that. I don't want to be fifty fifty. I want to be 200%. I want to be 100 on my own. I want you to be 100 on your own. Then we come together in a partnership mm -hmm. and it is our money. It is our family. Even if I have my own kids with someone else, it is our family. And I know this, I'm going to take it a step further. My ex-husband is very much going to be part of my family because he's the dad to my children. Right. He's not going away. He's in my life. Right. And thank God I chose someone that's so fucking amazing because he's an amazing human being. So he's part of our family. I get married. I move on with a new spouse. We are a family. Mm -hmm. It is all together. This bullshit of this is mine. This is mine. This is yours. That's yours. This is mine. No, that's not how this works. You should not be getting into a relationship, let alone a marriage, if that's how you're going to play. Right. So the 80 80 20 thing that's bullshit too like hey be with me and then this part you're responsible for that and i'm responsible and then you don't do that and i'll do this no no we both go forward living our life just like we were before we met right we live our best life we are our best people we put our best foot forward we have great we have a great career we're working we're we're doing everything we can to be the best version of ourselves you don't get to just like that doesn't go away just because you meet someone and get into a relationship with them. You no. keep going. You keep doing your thing, as do they. And you have a beautiful partnership. This is what my dreams are made of. I mean, everything I'm describing to you right now, this is what I manifest. This is my perfect life on paper. I mean, this is my thoughts. This is me saying this is healthy. Yeah. This is what healthy looks like. And there's always going to be hiccups. Absolutely. There's always going to be bumps in the road. There's but nothing that doesn't. If you have a firm foundation that's healthy, those little hiccups are just that. Right. They are little hiccups. They are little speed bumps. They are not deal breakers. No, they're not. Deal breakers don't even exist at that point because you're so fucking strong on your own two feet. And so is your person. They're so strong on their own two feet that you're just a fucking power couple. Like you just move forward and you just go and be amazing together. A hundred percent agreed. So, I mean, while there may be some validity in what a high value woman or man yeah. is, you know, here's the thing. 
fucking humans wrote this. Right. This wasn't written in stone by God. <laughs> right. Humans evolve. We adapt. We change. What may be high value right now in this society and this economy may mean absolutely fucking nothing 100 years from now. Right. So just go with the flow. Just be yourself. Stop listening to yeah. people who tell you what you need to be to be happy or right. to have success in a relationship. Just be yourself. Yeah, and that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, I think that causes a lot of depression and suicide and things like that. Like Absolutely that is a lot of pressure. Just relax. I mean, if you feel like you need that president job, that C-level position at whatever company, then go for it. But don't lose sight in the fact that you still get to be a good human being through and through. Good values, core values, treat your servers good, tip well. <laughs> Things like that. The simple things. Um, don't forget that. How do those dating profiles look these days? <laughs> oh, they're getting good. <laughs> what do you got for us this week? Um, so it goes along with this topic, actually. Um, you know, some guys... I haven't actually had access to see women's profiles, so I can't really say. But from what I know, and just in the past, from what I've seen, just from the little bit of research I've done, not a lot of women do this. It's mostly a man thing, which is interesting. Um, but they will say in their profile, I'm the very best you'll ever find. Oh, my God. I've I, that, that was happening I'm a the, decade ago when I was on I'm, these dating I'm guys. the best you'll ever have. <sighs> <laughs> it's so ugly. Like we don't, we don't, I don't want to see that. Women don't want to see that. Like, oh my God, he's the best. Cause he said so <laughs> like who says that? You know what I mean? It's like, I'm the best you're ever going to find. I'm so cool. I'm so this, I'm so that it's just not sexy. It's not cute. Just leave it out of your profile. If you think you're a badass and you're fucking amazing and you're just the very, 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 very best that any woman will ever have then keep it to yourself. Let me figure that out on my own. And if you are, why are you on this dating profile? I'm going to shit on my my fellow men right now. And it, probably people are going to say, oh, he's such a man hater. He hates men. No, I hate assholes, you know? And there's a <laughs> lot of assholes out there. And here's the thing. I like to ask this. Like, are you so arrogant that you think that she's the best that she's ever had? Right. Okay, let's break it down. I'm not going to assume that you faked orgasms, but- okay. Have you have you promoted more pleasure than you're actually having in a situation, whether it's sexual, yes. romantic? Yes. You you will let yourself yes. be a little bit open to the fact that you're not always very sincere with how much fun or how much pleasure you're actually experiencing yes. in a moment. Okay. Absolutely. I've done that. We don't do that. <laughs> okay. Men don't do that. We don't fake orgasms. Right. Well, and we don't we don't fake It'd be real hard pleasure. for a dude to fake an orgasm. I, I mean, I'm sure that there's someone that has or someone that claims that they will. And you know what? I'm not gonna call you a liar, <laughs> but prove it. Come mm -hmm. on to the show and prove it. Whip mm -hmm. it out and prove it. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah, men don't do that. We are sincere. Now we will probably fake how much fun we're having out there doing, let's say, apple picking in the orchard with you or going to the craft fair, whatever the fuck you want to do. Oh, we will, so we will We will fake how much fun so we yeah. can get laid, right? Right. So if someone told us that we were the best or acted like we were the best they ever had, odds say that the woman 
was definitely not as sincere as a man was when he was having his moment of pleasure, right? Right. We have nothing to gain by making you think that we're having a better time. More than more than likely, if you're so fucking good, we're going to nut super fast and then you're going to be like, "Okay." Yeah. You know? Right. So to put that in your profile, I'm the best you've ever had. <laughs> yeah. It's because someone told you that. Yeah. How honest were they? Be honest with yourself, bro. Are you really that good? <laughs> I mean, I've been told that I'm the very best at certain things sexually, but I'm not putting that in my profile. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> More than likely, we're not going to lie to you about that. Right. And want to know why? Because we want you to try even harder than what you are doing at that moment. If you're that fucking good right now, how much better are you going to be if we told you, oh my God, it's never going to get better than that. It's never going to be yeah. more amazing than that. I don't think that's a shitty thing to say because if you are in a, a relationship that's sexual with somebody, isn't the fun just trying to see how far you can take it? And then once you get like a, a, a stop, a red flag, yeah. you know what the limit is. Yeah. I, I think that's perfectly natural. For sure. Yeah. But you're not going to go put on your profile this is the best blowjob you're ever going to get. Right. No, because <laughs> if you're having to write that, then you are definitely 100% not the best. Like you should never, ever have to say that or write it or tell anyone that. Right. Ever. It's more fun to find out. <laughs> Absolutely. Surprises are a lot more fun. It is. Like, oh. Overconfident. I mean, it's hard though, right? Because women want a confident, secure dude. Right. I talk about that all the time on this podcast, but there is such thing as an overconfident, over secure, over the top dude. That's just like, yeah, I'm the fucking shit. Like I'm the, I'm the dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it probably works for some guys. And you know what? More power to them. More power to women if it works for them too. Sure. But I don't fall into that. Category. You're the milf of the show, and you're mm -hmm. not buying it. Not buying it. Not even a little bit. I just roll my eyes at it. Like, okay, buddy, settle down. <laughs> So we featured this guy on our Love Guru Roulette episode, just one episode back. And I actually found this video first of his because it was going to correspond with the high value conversation. Mm -hmm. And that other one, you know, it just popped in there because I've saved so many of his videos. I don't even know the guy's name, but this kind of speaks to what we're talking about in this episode. So I just want to get your insight on it. Let's give him a play. This is what I've told women in relationships. Get rid of your single lady friends. I agree a thousand percent. Because I'm telling you right now, if you get yourself a high-valued man, like Sean, or myself, or anybody that's been in, a, we have girlfriends, but anybody that's single, that's at our level or above, and you get in a relationship and you're happy, your single lady friends have to go. They have to go because if they don't, they're going to start throwing pull you. jabs, darts, they're going to subconsciously seep, seep into the back of your mind with their statements, and you're going to start stressing and there's going to be problems because we've seen that. I've been in a relationship like that before. You've been in that situation. We talked about that. And it's like, they're, they're in your ear, ladies. They're in your ear talking about, oh, you know, how do you know he's a good guy? Um, I don't like how he acts. I don't like what he says to you. And, and, and you look at their situation. The woman that's telling them that is the exact problem we have. 
So he's talking about women getting rid of their girlfriends? Their girlfriends. Your so single like girlfriends. So a woman, so me, get rid of my girlfriends because I get into a relationship with a dude? With a high value dude. Wow. I mean, that's what I thought he meant, but I had to like really get some clarity on that. He's not talking about getting rid of your girlfriends if you're a... He's not talking about opposite sex friendships right now. No, he's saying, ladies, get rid of your single lady friends if you want to stay with a high value man. That's crazy. Isn't that fucking crazy? Again, they never heard. I've never literally ever heard anybody preach that before. The arrogance of it. The arrogance of it. And here's here's the thing, too. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. Where are you at in your life, bro? If this girl that you are dating, that you're supposedly in love with, that you attracted because you're a high-value man, if her friends are telling her that you're bad news, that you're a red flag, that they don't like the way that you talk to her, they don't like the way that you scowl at her or shut her down in public, guess what? Those are good friends telling your girl that you're an asshole. But because you have this high-value perception of yourself, You don't want um, people around that might fuck that up for you. Because here's the thing. You've built a castle of bullshit. Right. And in your mind, these lady friends of yours. Can see right through it. And they're taking your bricks away and letting your castle of bullshit fall apart. So really what he's asking you to do is he's asking you to surround yourself with women who are dating men like him. Because it just makes that castle bigger. The bullshit is bigger. You're not going to have women who are telling you this guy's bad news fuck up his shit. This is so funny to me. I mean, I only have, I have one best, best, best girlfriend and a couple girlfriends that are friends, but we don't hang out. We don't see each other. I mean, my life is busy. Right. Um, I don't have a lot of time. I don't have a lot of girls night out, but, um, So this is so funny and crazy to me because you're completely 100% right in what you said. I mean, women are very intuitive and they can see shit that maybe you can't see when you're in the relationship because you're blinded by lust or love or whatever. Also keep in mind that if your woman that you're in a relationship with can't stick up for you to her own girlfriends, then that is a red flag. I agreed 100% on for, that one. For the dude. For the dude, it, yes. The dude is with this woman, and if she can't stick up for her man to her own girlfriends, he shouldn't be with her anyways. Right. So It's, it's a two-way street, but here's the other thing that's interesting, too. I bet that you have had a friend in the past tell you that you were with the wrong guy. Fuck yes, I have, and guess what else I've had? My own family has said that. What am I supposed to do? Get rid of my fucking family? Because I got into a relationship with a high value dude. Right. Now, here's the other thing. I bet you've also had a friend that's called you a fucking idiot for breaking up with someone that was actually good. And they're like, what are you doing? This is a good person. This is a good man. Yes. You're out there looking for a high value nonsense fucking guy. And you are walking away from someone who loves you, who is willing to fight for you and work for you. Just because he doesn't have the nicest car, just because he doesn't know where he's at in his life right now, he's there for you. 100% I've had that happen for sure. So that is where this guy can go fuck himself because he is just thinking that there are people trying to take his toys away. Yes. Where the fact that your woman's best friends 
are looking out for their best interests. Right. And it's very obvious if you meet someone in their circle who's trying to distract or corrupt happiness because they're dealing with their own issues. Right. And they don't like seeing other people happy. Guess what? Most of the time, your woman is going to recognize that and kind of push that person aside. That's exactly what I was just going to say is that if you're in the relationship with a woman that knows who she is and all has all these wonderful qualities to even be in a relationship with a high value, a high value man, right, I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing quotes with my fingers in the air, like a high value man, then you should trust the fact that your woman will, she has good judgment on friendships. She has good judgment on the people that she surrounds herself with. So I will use my situation as an example. My bestest girlfriend has never gone one way or the other. She supports me and loves me regardless. She doesn't try throwing in jabs. She doesn't try talking shit on someone. If she doesn't like someone that I've, that I've dated or that, mm -hmm. then she'll say, Hey, I just don't think he's good for you, but I love you no matter what. I support you no matter what. That is a true friendship. Yeah. That's how I am with you. Yeah. That's how you are with me. Yeah. That's how a couple of my other guy friends are with me as well, which is great. Um, but I'm talking like my girlfriends yeah if you if you're with someone and they're asking you or telling you or you're watching this stupid douchebag on here <laughs> with this, the gold chain. this gold chain dude <laughs> telling you that you've got to get rid of friendships and relationships because you're in a relationship with him you really need to second guess what the fuck's going on because you're right it is a control thing and he is really worried of having more outside Influence, influence on seeing through his bullshit. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of how a church teaches its people. Yeah. To keep those suppressive people out of your life because they're going to convince you that your church isn't true. Right. That they're going to convince you that these gospels right. are not true and you're going to go and follow them into the realm of smoking and tattoos and unprotected sex. Right. So it's gross. the same. It's control. It's it so is, gross. It's a cult mentality. It's a control mentality. Yeah. And that's what scares me is like this guy's got so many followers and people sharing his shit because it speaks to people yeah. who feel like they are not in control of their own life. And so they try and follow this dynamic. Yeah, it's scary. And it's scary, you know? Yeah, super unhealthy. Um, No, it's... It's a very healthy thing to have friendships while you're in a relationship with somebody. I mean, I've been with with guys that have really tight friendships that I actually know that they didn't like me. Mm -hmm. And I literally never said, you need to get rid of these friends or we're done. We're over with. That's not my lane to be in. I stay in my own fucking lane. I stay with my person and I'm and I work things out. But the reason why they don't like me could be legit reasons. It could be that I was a piece of shit. And treated him like an asshole at one point or another. And he shared it with his friends. I will be accountable all day long for that. I will stand in front of all his friends if I have to and say, you know what? I fucked up. Yeah. But you know what? You guys have fucked up before too. Nobody's perfect. And I will do what I can to treat your friend, your bestie, the very best that I know and treat him good and things like that. But people aren't accountable anymore. They just want to be right. And oh, they just want right. to, they just want to like, put you in a cage almost like this guy wants to put his woman in a cage and just wants to hide her from the outside world, which is so, so unhealthy. Yeah. And that's really what it is. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you have that opinion. Cause I mean, that's why I feel this podcast works. That's why I feel that you and I have such a solid friendship is because while, yeah, you have dated people that I don't approve of. Right. 
I also trust your judgment because I know that you are not going to let something break you or destroy you. Right. It might fuck you up and you might have to go to therapy for it. Right. But me convincing you to not go down that path is me robbing you of a life opportunity that might help you find a better person in the future. Yes, exactly. I am not your daddy. I'm not your mommy. Right. I'm your friend and I'm here to support you. Yeah. And that's one thing that I do respect and love about you, Antonio, is that I have never felt like I've had to hide the fact that I got back together with somebody yeah. that maybe you didn't approve of. Yeah. Um, you've always stayed in your lane. You know, you've always said, hey, I love you no matter what. Do what you need to do, whatever. And usually, always, I learn my lesson or um, we become very close friends and the relationship is great or whatever. I mean, like you said, life lessons and experiences. But the moment you get that friend that's talking shit on the person you're with nonstop, if you are not centered and a good human just in your own skin and you can't recognize that, then you've got a lot of work to do. You you've know? got a lot of work to do. Yeah, like you- You've got a lot of work Exactly, to do. not the person that you're in a relationship with that's telling you to get rid of these friends. Like it's it's on you to have good people in your life, people that have good energy, people that are gonna support you, no one that's, nobody's judging you or putting you down for being with someone or putting you down for breaking up with someone that was good for you. is the MILF worthy of the week this week? Um, it's another idea. It's not really a product, but my biggest thing going into this year is, and it goes along with exactly all the stuff we've talked about today. Um, and also the guru love guru roulette that we did last week um, is clarity, getting really clear on your intentions and the way to do that. Mm. And I struggle with this myself, but the way to do that would be meditation. I would love to challenge everybody, including myself. I'm going to hold myself very accountable on this is take time to meditate. It's going to look different for everybody. I'm not just talking. You don't have to sit in the middle of a room with your legs crossed and the lights out and your oh. head. And yeah. You don't, <laughs> you don't need to make it this thing. I mean, sometimes maybe, maybe you do it in the bath, bubble bath or shower or something, or maybe you're driving and you have no music on and it's just you and your thoughts and really focus on that. And it's manifesting, right? I mean, meditation, I'll tell you why meditation is hard for me is because I have a hard time silencing my mind. Mm, yeah. I'm always in thought. I have right? a noisy mind too. Yeah. So if you're little form of meditation is while you're driving, take it a step further, get home, get into a space where you can just shut down the day, shut down your thoughts and really be one with yourself. It's really important. It's so hard for me in the wintertime because my, my zone, my meditation zone yeah. is skateboarding. Oh uh, yeah. Is I have my longboard, I go out on the trail or I go to Liberty Park and I just make loops. Yeah. And there's something about just the vibration of the board and the sound of the wheels and just the when sky you do above. that. Yeah. When you do that, are you are you thoughtless? Like are you not thinking about your work and your kids? It literally your... is one of the only times where I am just thinking about me. 
Got where it. I am just kind of, let's say, purging. That's good. The noise that's been in my brain all week. And in the yeah. wintertime, I get bouncy because I'm not out there and I'm looking for things to distract me or empty my mind with. So yeah. it, it's kind of true. I'm usually happiest in the spring, summer, fall. And in the wintertime, I get bouncy. I'm not unhappy. Yeah. I just get distracted because I don't have my outlet. Yeah. No, I think it's important. Like I said, you we there's so much going on in the world there's so much noise there's the suicide rate is going up i mean there's so much and we are we're in january we just got done with the holidays we're still recovering from all that it's life is stressful i mean i can come with you come to you guys with a product or a good book to read or all these things um panties i love to wear food yeah. or wine no clarity but, is important but this is a huge thing and i really want to stress it a lot this this year is take a minute you know take a minute with yourself and get into a space that's healthy and remember who you are and that you're a beautiful human being no matter what no matter how much you're in debt no matter how stressed you are no matter anything. It doesn't matter. Um, just get centered. Got another great conversation, another great episode. It's just getting better and better. Yeah. Thank you so much for letting us do this. You I know? know. Yeah, I know. It's effort. effort. It's really fun. And I'm super, super excited with the feedback we've gotten so far. And thank you all so much for your support and your love and your reviews. Yeah. And we do want to move into video eventually. We want to make a YouTube channel. So give Coming. us give us some ideas of what you would like to see that and what you think it should look like because we're kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah. Diana, I love you and I'll see you next week. Love you too. Thank you. <laughs>